Hi, welcome to episode two. Today, we'll be talking about sleep hygiene. So, I'm going to hit you with some statistics. First, more than two-thirds of U.S. high school students report getting less than eight hours of sleep on school nights. And you know what's a sad thing to think about is adolescents need about eight to ten hours of sleep per night. This is coming from the CDC. Second is about 45% of Americans claim that poor sleep has made an impact on their daily life at least once in the last seven days. So that's about once a week, at least. I want you to take a second and reflect upon the quantity and the quality of your sleep. Are there things that maybe help or inhibit your sleep? Pause, think about it. Not getting enough sleep is linked to many chronic diseases and conditions. To name a few, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and depression. This is threatening our nation's health. Not getting enough sleep can also lead to car accidents, mistakes at work, which can also cause a lot of injuries and disability each year. It is important to remember that getting enough sleep is not a luxury. It is something that everyone needs, and to be in good health, you need to be getting enough sleep. So before we start talking about sleep hygiene, what do you think sleep hygiene is? Do you think there's such thing as positive or negative sleep hygiene? Can you think of examples? All right, so now I know you're all dying to know what sleep hygiene is. Well, it's a variety of different practices and habits that are necessary to having a good nighttime sleep quality and full daytime alertness. It is important that you're getting good sleep, not only for your physical, but your mental health. And you know what? These sleep hygiene habits are great for everyone. It can range if it's a child, a two-year-old, to someone who's 89. So, before we dive into what are positive sleep hygiene and negative, let's reflect. Do you think you have positive habits? Do you think you have negative habits? Write down some personal habits you might have. Do you like to watch some TV before bed? Do you like to take a warm bath? Take a second. Let's talk about some positive sleep hygiene habits. First, avoiding stimulants, such as caffeine. That can include soda, coffee, or energy drinks. Also, avoiding nicotine. Nicotine is also a stimulant. It will increase your heart rate and your blood pressure. Also, alcohol. Don't drink alcohol too close to bedtime. It is known for speeding up the onset of sleep, but it disrupts your sleep in the second half because your body is metabolizing that alcohol. Next, you want to exercise earlier in the day. Exercise is great at promoting good sleep, but you want to finish exercising at least three hours before bed. Next, relax your mind. Try scheduling half an hour of worry time well before bed. Next, you're going to want to avoid large meals before your bedtime. Finish your last heavy meal a couple hours before you go to bed. If you do need a snack, avoid foods that cause indigestion. Don't eat anything spicy. Next, you want to have a good sleep environment, something that is pleasant and relaxing. You want a room that's going to be quiet, dark, 
and cool around 60 to 75 degrees, depending on what you like. Next, you're gonna wanna associate your bed with sleep. Only use your bed for sleep. Don't go do your homework in bed. Don't read a whole book. Don't watch a whole movie. You want to think your bed goes with sleeping. So you're also gonna wanna avoid using any screens at least 30 minutes prior to going to sleep. Next, keep your internal clock set with a consistent sleep schedule. This includes weekdays to weekends. You wanna wake up and go to bed around the same time every day. Also, this includes when you're on vacation. Next up is establishing a soothing pre-sleep routine. This is the transition from wake time to sleep time with a period of relaxing activities an hour or so before bed. Activities could include taking a warm bath, reading a book, maybe journaling, or doing some practice relaxation exercises. Some exercises would include deep breathing, muscle relaxation, guided imagery, meditating. Do things that are not stressful or stimulating. So don't do some work and don't try to hash out something you've been that's been annoying you all day. Leave that for tomorrow. All right, let's dive into some negative sleep hygiene habits. First off, naps. That means frequent naps in the daytime or taking naps too late in the evening. Not gonna do well when you're trying to go to bed later at night. Second, exposure to light. This means from your television, computer, cell phone, not good. Staying in bed longer than 20 minutes without falling asleep. So if you're laying there for the next half an hour, restless, not sleeping, get up out of bed. Next off, taking caffeine, alcohol, nicotine, or other chemicals that might interfere with your sleep before bed. Next up, eating heavy fatty meals before bedtime. No bueno. And last, exercising within three hours of bedtime. These are all things you're going to want to avoid. So let's talk about what happens when individuals aren't getting enough sleep. Individuals who aren't getting enough sleep are more likely to be irritable and moody. They're also going to be more prone to taking risks. Their thinking is going to be disrupted as well. Sleep deprivation can cause attention problems, memory problems, lead to possible bad decision making, slow down reaction times, and stunt creativity. These things will all impact your academic success. Individuals who are sleep deprived are more likely to do poorly in school, fall asleep during class, have multiple school absences, and be consistently tardy. Sleep-deprived individuals are also more likely to perform poorly in sports due to slower reaction times. Individuals who are sleep-deprived are also more prone to fall asleep behind the wheel. This can be highly dangerous, especially combined with other negative effects, such as a slower reaction and being easily distracted. Now take a moment to reflect about a time you didn't sleep well or get enough sleep. Write down any symptoms you remember experiencing. Let's dive a little deeper. 
what are going to be some major health risks associated with sleep deficiency? Type 2 diabetes. You are at an increased risk for the development of type 2 diabetes if you are sleep deficient because poor sleep quantity and quality have emerged as predictors of increased hemoglobin A1c. Obesity. There is an association between short sleep duration and excess body weight because short sleep duration results in metabolic changes. Studies have shown that people who habitually sleep less than six hours per night are at a much more likely to have a higher than average BMI than people who have eight hours of sleep. Sleep deficiency has been found to increase the risk for a number of cardiovascular diseases, such as stroke and coronary heart disease. Another major health risk associated with sleep deficiency is depression. This is a medical condition in which a person feels very sad, hopeless, and unimportant, and often is unable to live a normal way. Depressed individuals may suffer from a range of insomnia symptoms, including difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, unrefreshing sleep, and daytime sleepiness. Well, I all hope you learned something today about sleep hygiene. I hope you were able to reflect about some of your own sleep hygiene habits. Were they positive, negative, maybe a little bit of both? How can you improve that? Now that you've learned about some of the positive and negative effects of sleep, I hope you can understand why sleep is so important. I look forward to talking to you guys for episode three. See you soon.